Hello, welcome to. <laughs> okay. <but> <laughs> Sorry, Michael just bit his water. He's sitting in front of me drinking. I didn't his know water. <clears throat> you were going to start. Welcome to right Time Warp Wife Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Arlene Schacht. I am Michael Schacht. And I'm Nathaniel Schacht. And what is that amazing smell in the room right now? I think that would probably be my coffee. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't like the smell of coffee, so that doesn't make sense. Why does it smell so good? Uh, because this is a special coffee, it's coconut and stuff. Coconut and stuff. Are you putting coconut in your coffee? No, it comes like that. It's called Jamaican Me Crazy Coffee. Oh, that was probably a dumb question. What? If you're putting coconut in your coffee. (laughs) Well, maybe people do. (laughs) Maybe. Like coconut milk. Do you like the coconut? Is that why you're going for it? Yeah, you know what? It's, um, oh, I shouldn't be saying this because now it's it's difficult to buy this stuff because it's always out of stock. Mm. And so if I say anything good about it, everyone's going to rush out and buy the same coffee. Oh, that's yeah. true. Uh, you know what? Buy it, but don't buy it for the Keurig. And then you can leave it for me. I think it's like suntan in a cup. It just smells like I'm drinking coffee on a beach in Jamaica right now. I, it doesn't make sense to me how that can be suntanning in a cup. Right. That's just... <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know if I'll finish this now. Yeah, I don't know. Do you remember? Okay, we were at a resort in Jamaica, and there was this bar at the resort. You can have all the drinks that you wanted to drink. So I don't drink alcohol normally. So what I was just getting is uh, what do you call them? Shirley Temples. I go mm-hmm. to the bar and get a Shirley mm-hmm. Temple. So they had like the longest pool in Jamaica, and inside the pool was the bar. Okay. And do you remember there was like guys oh, sitting yeah. on the bar stools? I don't need to talk about this. this is, <laughs> These guys not, not sat on their bar stools all day without getting up to go to the bathroom or anything. So Probably was, twelve hours. And so he he must have either the <laughs> the largest bladder in the world or that was the largest toilet in, in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't, know. don't know. But well, it was awesome. To My be apologies. Able to- <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty cool, though. I loved it. You're not much of a no. sun person, as no, I am. No, no, no. I'm not. I mean, I was, I was, um, I was down there mostly uh, for photography. Um, I thought it would be, it would be awesome to go down to Jamaica, go take this high-powered camera that I had, and go for a walk. Um, I, I remember getting up one morning. It was probably four, five a.m. and uh, and I grabbed my camera bag and took my camera out, and I'm walking down the beach. And so what I was going to try to do is get off the resort um, because it was a very, very weird place to start with for me. It was a a Jamaican resort, but it was done up in a European style, which just I Mm. I wanted to see Jamaica. It was awesome. It was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to say it was pretty awesome. Yeah, but it it was not what I was what I was expecting. Was it just like a tourist area? Mm, It was a completely touristy thing. And so I was I wanted to get more of what Jamaica was. Right. And so I did. And so I, uh, I took my camera, walked down the beach, and just as I was getting away from the resort, um, this, this big guy comes out of the, out of the jungle. And, uh, you know, and I'm... <laughs> big guy comes out of the jungle. He, he, yeah, <laughs> big guy. scary. It was frightening. It was yeah. still dark. And, uh, and he said, good morning, sir. And, and I thought, okay. And I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Right. And he walked along beside me, and we talked for about five minutes. And then after... He swung off on his vine. Yeah. And after five minutes, he, he stuck his arm out in front of me. And he stopped. And, of course, I had to stop. And he said, I, I can't let you go any farther. 
And uh, I said, well, why not? He says, well, right up ahead, he said, those are, that's, that's a drug crop. And he said, you walk onto that property with that camera, you might not be coming back. And I just thought, wow, okay. So I, I wasn't expecting that at all. So I turned around, I, I, you know, he wished me well and off I went. And I went through the resort and went out the other side. And I thought, I'm gonna try this again. And you like to break boundaries. I do. Oh, I do. You, you always have to try to to press to your boundaries as far as you can. I know. I know. But but I went <laughs> to the other side, and then the exact same thing happened. Another guy comes out of the bush. He, he's talking to me and stops me and says, "I just can't let you go any farther." So, I I felt like um, a little bit of a prisoner. In, in well, they the were Jamaican protecting resort. you. I think that's great. Well, they were protecting me, but I, of course, I mean, being from Canada, don't know much about Jamaica, um, you know, and so, um, so I, I didn't realize that, you know, it was that different, and so it was, it was a very eye-opening experience for sure. Mm. Were you thinking that you just walk along the beach and go on, go into the forest, take some nice photos, things like that? That, well, now that I think about that, that was that was actually pretty stupid of me to to do mm. that but but that's what i was expecting that i'd get some some nice sunrise shots yeah. you know over the ocean maybe climb a hill or two and you know get a good vantage point or something right. and uh, who knows what but why in, didn't you take pictures of the guys sitting at the bar <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. could, you could have had a lot of shots if you just hung around the pool yeah. that would have been great yeah. that would have been fantastic <laughs> i love true. that we got to have all the food that we wanted to eat was all included in our resort fee so you just go and it was so beautiful all day long you could just go have lunch you could go kind of like being on a cruise in a way because you can't really go any further than the resort Mm. but it was like absolutely beautiful I remember saying it felt like there was this piece of heaven on earth you got to try it sometime Nathaniel I think Jamaica yeah where would you like to go I I don't want to go somewhere hot I personally don't like that kind of <sighs> climate. Well, that was the funny thing, too, about Jamaica is that a lot of the people that were from Jamaica that were working yeah. you know, at the resort or that we saw off, off site when we went on our, our guided tours, um, they were always remarking about how cold it was. It was, um, well, 30, 33 or 34 Celsius is what it was, oh which is, is, you know, translates to what, about 85? 85, 86 degrees Fahrenheit, Um, and they were cold. They were uncomfortably cold, yeah, because it's just so much hotter. Right, you know, most of the year there. Yeah, well, traveling uh, apart from the climate, I think I wouldn't want to go anywhere that's like a tourist dedicated area. I'd want to go somewhere where like there's sights to see with nature, like uh, in Banff, for example, Mm -hmm. where you can go climb a mountain and just see everything. Oh, we've never been there before. (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding we go to banff is the only place that our family ever seems to go right but i love it so much because it's just nature like lake louise again that's one of the most beautiful places most beautiful place yeah yeah Yeah. but we need to go somewhere else no no i don't think so it's kind Remember, of everything. What was our <laughs> yeah. trip a couple of years ago? We had a trip planned. We had uh, paid for Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. Prince Edward Island. We I, had all yeah. the airfare paid for, and we had to cancel our trip. I've always wanted to go to Nova Scotia um, and sail on a tall ship. So that that, that was nice. the top nice. ten things on my bucket list would yeah. be sail on a tall ship and on the ocean, 
um, that would be it. And so we had to give that up though because we ended up buying a house. And, uh, and it was right on moving weekend. And it was right on like moving that. weekend and, and mm. everything just sort of fell apart for us on that. And so we, uh, we didn't end up going. But uh, one day, Ugh, that one would day have been, maybe. That would have been fun to mm-hmm. check that out. Yeah, that's something I'd want to do. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind going to England and checking out castles. I love architecture. I just love looking at beautiful homes mm. and just to, to go and tour some of the castles. I think that'd be pretty amazing. There's some nice places out there for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Go through Scotland. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'd be great. I guess you're just pretty much anything that's picturesque, yeah. Um, for me, the, the top on my list um, is a place in Nova Scotia. It's called Cabot Trail. And it is, um, mm. it's been voted the number one most beautiful place in the world so many times. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, it is, it is just gorgeous. I would love, I would love to, to go hiking it. And, uh, mm. yeah, but, um, but again, uh, East Coast, I've never been. East Coast of Canada, I've yeah. never been. Um, I've been to the East Coast of the United States, to Massachusetts. Shout out to Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, where I went once. But, okay, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, but not in Canada, so that is still something that I'd like to do. So if I, oh, if I were going to the States, you know where I'd want to try? I was just telling you this morning. Hmm. Laurel, wh- where is that? Laurel MS. Missouri. Laurel, Missouri. From that TV show, Hometown. Oh, it just looks like the cutest town ever. So hmm. if we have any listeners from Laurel, hi, invite us down. We want to come and see your town. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. The houses all have like wraparound porches and front porches. They're just character homes. They're so amazing. Oh, we don't have that many character homes in Winnipeg. It just looks so, I find it looks really, I don't know, dull. There's no character. And and the one, the areas that, that do have a bit fair? of character. I, don't think, that's I think it's entirely just too fair. familiar. Maybe that's it. You I think, think you so? hang out in the yeah. in the newer development areas. Yeah, everything <laughs> looks like new developments. But if yeah. you go to where there's character homes, you have to go like to the north end, and the north end is well. I mean, there's there's a scary place to be. You don't want to be there. So, well, I mean, it's not a scary place to be. It's it's um, you know, it's high in crime though. Well, there's yeah. I mean, there's some there's crime for sure in in the north. Well, there's crime everywhere. But um, but the the thing is, some of the architecture out in the north end is is actually really impressive. Um, you know some of the buildings there are really well preserved but we have a uh, we have a section in the city here that um, that mimics turn-of-the-century Chicago and that's called the exchange district and so um, we had our company in the exchange district for for a while um, and it was really quite interesting and people uh, people would often remark at you know turn-of-the-century buildings Everything's been so well preserved. The streets are cobblestone. Mm. It's it's a real nice. Brad Pitt nice did a finish. movie there. Remember that? Just outside there was our hay front door. All over the streets yeah. and everything. Yeah, we had a number of people. Jennifer Lopez was there. Richard Gere's been there, and he stayed at the same hotel. I think we were at the same hotel the weekend that Jennifer Lopez was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. So but I mean, we didn't see them because we were getting our kitchen remodeled. Well, so the we thing the there. thing about Winnipeg too is that they leave celebrities alone. So Brad Pitt can walk down the street and people will just look over and go oh it's it's brad pitt but they're not going to go rush him and you know they're very respectful of you know yeah i heard julia roberts was out here just last year i think Mm -hmm. mother's day they went out for lunch or something like that i think arnold schwarzenegger owns a owns a cabin um i shouldn't probably be saying this (laughs) 
to everybody, but <laughs> yeah. he owns a cabin not far from here and uh, huh. and goes there in the summers. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been a fan of having a cabin? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. 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 I am. No, yes. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, I love to canoe. And so I grew up out at a cabin, basically. Um, well, since I was born, our parents had a cabin. And I'd, I'd go out there every summer, all summer, and I would mm. canoe and swim and fish. That'd and, be fun. You know, I'm surprised that we don't have a cabin now. If that's what you grew up with, it would seem to me that you'd be all the more interested in it then. Well, that's the other part of the why I, I, I didn't say, just rush out and say yes. It's yes and no, because the, the downside of a cabin is that you're cutting grass with a push mower you know, right. for how many acres, and it's taking you, you know, how many hours a week just to cut grass, maintain the building, put the new roof on, and it just seems like um, a second property like that is is so labor intensive mm-hmm. and expensive. Well, that's if you get a cabin with a farmer's field in behind it. Like your dad has this huge field in behind his cabin, but a lot of cabins are just on sort of like cottage country roads where they have little yards and it, that's not something that interests you you'd want to have a big piece of land well no not a it's not a tremendously big piece of land it's it honestly it was a lot more of building maintenance ah. um that was that was a problem it, it just seemed to always take the time you know something was always breaking something was always needing to be fixed yeah. and uh but you know I, that that's probably just because of the age that I was. If anything broke in a month, I would feel so ripped off that I'd have to spend right. time working on it. I guess, but um, but no, it was uh, the canoeing and and just being outside. And we had you know nesting pairs of bald eagles and blue herons, and it was just an amazing place to uh, to be. Really appreciated the chance I had to uh, to grow up out there. I remember we went out in the canoe once, and there was this dog that kept chasing us along the shore and then it would swim out to the canoe and act like it was going to tip us over and then it would swim back to the shore and I was so scared I thought this dog was gonna tip our canoe I was terrified but well, I think more. he was attracted by your screaming that, that probably oh I it. was I thought he was gonna come out and tip our canoe it was so weird he just kept swimming out to the canoe swimming back swimming out to the canoe is a cabin something you'd like Nathaniel I, I've never really been brave enough to live kind of that cabin life of going out and canoeing and fishing and all wrestling that kind of bear stuff. wrestling bears mm-hmm. yeah that's ah. a big one but uh, I, i've only ever really done that kind of stuff when i'm with you or with grandpa what wrestling bear wrestling bears yeah, yeah. but <laughs> not the things like fishing like i've never okay. really went out and just fished on my own or went on a canoe on my own all right so it's yeah. i guess it, it would be expensive to to upkeep something like that and to keep paying yeah for when that. you have your house to pay for plus you have right. the cabin to for pay something for that's then? just kind of something you might use every summer or something well i think that like now it. that property values have ever since what early 2000s property values have just shot through the roof up here um that makes it even more difficult for people to get mm. into places like that yeah and have a you know can, they can't justify a lot of people can't justify um you know a second a second right. home essentially you know so yeah, so I think I think things have changed a lot. Where before gas was cheap, you could get out to out to the cabin for a yeah, few bucks, yeah. and but now that's that's quite a bit. It different. seemed like a time when you could also get a bunch of your friends together and go out to a cabin. Oh, all, yeah. Where yeah. now it's sometimes maybe once every few months you might because a friend of mine has a cabin, and every now and then they'll get together and go out, but it's not like a 
every weekend thing. It's going to be, oh, we're going out to the cabin. It's like maybe every one, once every few months. Sure. It's like, let's get a few people down there. But Right. I'd like to do that for for us to own a cabin so that, you know, our kids, now that they're grown up, that they'd be able to use the cabin to go up there with their kids. I think that'd be, or up there with their kids. With their kids, sure. With their friends, whatever it might be. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have, like, a family cabin that where people are sharing it and a lot of people do that our old neighbors used to do that they had a family cabin and they'd go up there and meet with their you know nieces and nephews and their mm-hmm. brothers and sisters and yep. and stuff like that i think that'd be a blast i don't know i'd i'd love the idea yeah but i just have never really got you to be on board with it too much michael probably because of the no. upkeep and we've been the busy. cost i mean yeah the cost and then the upkeep and having to drive up there no matter what to cut grass before it you know gets knee high and, and impossible to cut right so um no I, I did that for a long long time so i saw firsthand at just how much work it was to uh you know to do something like that and i don't know if i'm i'm really all that ready to to jump in do you remember when we were early married we were no. very very young newlyweds still and uh some people we know were selling a cabin i think the cabin was like thirty thousand dollars would have been great if we could have picked one up but the thing is that you had to take a boat to get to the cabin you had to take mm-hmm. this it I was like on an really? island yeah, yeah. no electricity okay yeah so yeah was it was cheap though if we okay. would have bought that cabin it would have been paid for years ago already because that was like something like 1989 i think when and but then we decided we were living in an apartment and we said well, if we're going to buy a cabin, why don't we just buy a house? So then we bought a little house. That was our first house. And do you remember how much it was? I think 42000 I don't remember. 42, I don't remember. 50000 something. I don't it know. Was it was cheap. No, I'm pretty sure it was under fifty. It was cheap, cheap. But when we were first going out, and but just before we got married, we could have bought a house for $23,000. And maybe some people are like thinking where they are in the States. Well, that's that's pretty much what they are like out here. I don't know. Because when I watch shows like no. Hometown, no. some of yeah. the houses are so cheap. I'm like, Laurel has houses this cheap. Like, you look at them and just be like, they buy this gigantic house for 80000 What am I missing? Like, out here, that house would be... It would be almost like, 300000 Yeah. for that same house, yeah. Mm. Or more. I was thinking mm. like 800000 Like, it's just unreal. You know, with a big character home with a wraparound porch and I mean, stuff. could that just be the difference with the dollars, though? Uh, ah, there's all kinds of yeah. all kinds of differences, but um, but no, there's there's house prices vary so much right. from region to region. California to Missouri, I'm sure there's going to be a a massive yeah. difference yeah. in in house prices. Um, just like across this country, um, if you go into Toronto or the Vancouver area, um, you know a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home in Winnipeg would be about a million two in wow. vancouver and toronto so um so yeah it varies varies widely mm. you know across the country for sure it's a pretty drastic change oh yeah just for that just yeah. across the country even mm-hmm. that's wow yeah for sure mm. so i have a re a question from a reader did you guys want to hear it let's do this okay here it is and before i read this question i just want to say that if you have a question you would like us to answer um, just send it to me at darlene at darleneshacked.net and we'll see if we can get it in for you. 
So here's our question. It's from Grace P. Our family loves watching movies, and with quarantine, there's not much else we can do lately. The problem is that if we're not watching an action movie, my husband's not interested in watching at all. I'm so tired of the noise in the house, it's kind of driving me nuts. Do you have advice for us? I feel like Dr. Phil. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's just uh, trouble picking movies to fit both people. Yeah, they like watching movies. Right. I know what we used to do is we when Blockbuster was a thing, we would go to Blockbuster for the night, spend our entire night looking for movies. Yeah. But then we would each pick one that we liked. And Dad would always say, let's watch my movie first and then we'll watch yours. And he was always sleeping by the time mine came on. So That's the way to do it. Clever. Uh, yeah. Wow. You were so smart. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of learned after a while, hey, this and, isn't really working. And now there's a lot of movies that Mom says, oh, yeah, we saw that movie. And I said, no, I never saw that movie. And, and we know why now. Yeah. 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 Oh, I wonder time. if it would make sense to get into a TV show instead of always picking a movie. Yeah, if but if it's got to be action-based, if you just don't like it, you, right, you don't but like it. If you can find a TV show that both of you like, then you have something that'll last you for a while. It does seem like there are a lot more TV shows that we agree on than movies. Because I think we have very different tastes when it comes to movies. Completely different tastes. But that's yeah. true, that we have been able to find some TV shows like Monk that we both really enjoy okay. watching. Mm-hmm. I liked House. I liked that a lot. That was fun. Yeah. Um, so there have been, so that could be something. Try to like see if there's a TV series on Netflix that you can get into. There's some really good ones now that are, are listed not, up there. Not so much into, into I like historical documentaries, the things that are just boring to everybody else. Oh, sorry, um, I just fell asleep there for a minute. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's, yeah, there's not much else I like. I, I find myself... Um, you know, sitting in, in, I have a little, little study room and uh, it has a TV up on the wall. And a lot of times I just say, what's the point of even having the TV? Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't use it very often. I like watching stuff like uh, Planet Earth. That's a, that's a good one. Exactly. That, that's something yeah. I, I feel good about myself for watching. Right. I feel like I, I'm learning quite a lot from it. Oh yeah. yeah. No, there's things that I, I can't watch. I can't watch any mafia? Any crime? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about chick flicks? I love, love, love a good no. love story. I love drama. That's, <laughs> that's not a good love head. Oh, good love it story. It is. It's so good. Pretty good love story, yeah. yeah. I was telling okay. my friend last night, if only we lived together, I, we could have been playing a game last night. We would be having chips and dip. She said her family didn't want to play a game, and... I said, well, then we'd watch a chick flick after. It'd be, you know, like a pajama party. It would be fantastic. But Oh, and I'd, I'd be in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, office. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. So maybe. What was, oh. what was the question? I Sorry. What uh, should they do? She doesn't like watching oh, his movies. Right. He doesn't like watching hers. But now that they're in quarantine, they want to watch movies together. I'd say play a game. Do something else. Do something else. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you really want to see a movie, if you're in quarantine for a while, I mean, why don't you just trade off every time you watch a movie? Watch an action movie one day, watch another movie the other day. Yeah, that sounds like good advice. I think it is. Yeah. Or try something else because I think sometimes we tend to fall into a rut. We say, you know what? We always watch a movie tonight. We're going to watch another movie. But when you start getting into the habit of doing something different, like there would be seasons of our lives when we would be playing Scrabble. 
And so we'd be playing Scrabble, on, you know, a couple of times a week or something. We'd pick it up because we're like, oh, let's play Scrabble again or Trivial Pursuit or mm. whatever it might be that we kind of seem to get in a bit of a rut with that. So that I would it, suggest that. Try, try getting into a little bit of a different habit and something you might both like together. I mean, maybe don't see it as the game or the movie. That's the good part. Maybe just see it as the experience. You know, just getting together with somebody and watching something. From the mouth of babes. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did she call you? <laughs> He's I a total babe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it, I, yeah, I mean, it it should be the experience, I think. Yeah. I think it yeah, it's more be. about the people, not, not so much who about you, Who you're spending it with, yeah. like a game. I mean, I have fun playing Trivial Pursuit whenever we do. And it's fun playing with the people we do play with. Yeah. And everybody's laughing. Everyone's having a good time. It's not really about the questions that are being asked. It's about who's asking them and how they're delivering them, how we're all answering and everything. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that when we were first dating, we didn't seem to have the problem that we have now. It's probably because it was new to us and it was all fresh. And I didn't mind watching your movies and you didn't mind watching mine because we really were focused on that a lot more in the beginning of just spending time together and being, you know, excited about hanging out with each other and and just being able to have a date night. And so I think that we tend to forget sometimes that the blessing in itself is the person we're spending time with and right. not what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So now that we've uh, <laughs> we've gotten on uh, that question answered, I want to know then what is your favorite genre of tv shows you said hmm, i like historical documentaries i always go to historical documentaries i think i might actually agree with that yeah i like watching, really you I too love watching shows that are like, like i guess kind of planet earth i guess it's mm -hmm. kind of a documentary it's not so much historical but right. documentary for sure i, I yeah. really like that kind of stuff just yeah. informative informative shows mm -hmm. yeah. well, you get to maybe that's part of it is so many years of watching movies you just feel like okay i need to do something a little right. bit more productive with my life and yeah. if i'm going to put the tv on i may as well learn something it feels like you're coming out of it with knowing a lot more than you something. did going in and right. that, that's that feels good yeah yeah what about you what, what's your oh definitely i like drama love it yeah. i love there's been some really good christian movies on netflix lately um what was it called? I'm not sure if it was the book that's called His Sunrise, My Sunset. That was good. There was also a new movie with the girl from Grey's Anatomy. I thought was going to be a Christian movie. So disclaimer. Uh -oh. Oh, no. It was yeah. uh, they they would consider it a faith movie, but definitely wasn't a Christian movie. But I, I really liked it. So if you're just looking for something that's like a fun chick flick, that one's that one was really good. I love The War Room. That was great. I don't love all, say, just because I'm a Christian, I don't love all Christian movies because I think so many of them are are just a little bit dull. But I did love, um, oh, what what's that one about? Ah, da, 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 oh. Okay, now she's throwing her hands up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to hit the God's microphone alive, again. God's alive. He's oh, not uh, dead. God's not dead. God's not dead. God's yeah. Not dead. God's alive. Oh, come he's on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? That, what did I say that wrong? God's not dead. He's still alive. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. That movie. Great. 
War Room, I could watch it over and over again. Those are good ones. I've never seen but War I Room. I just never seen wish it, no. there were more Christian, Christian like fun movies. Not just like, okay, I'm a Christian movie, so watch me. No, I want something that's going to be really good, too. I'm saying this on behalf of the movie itself. Right, yeah. Just watch me. You know? yeah. Okay, so a TV show. I dare you. Like Little House in the Prairie. <laughs> it had, like, good Christian values, you know. So you watch something like that, and it was still, it was a good show, and it had Christian values, but it wasn't yeah. just like, you know, I got to watch this show because it's Christian. It wasn't. Did it, it have Christian values? Or did it have 19th century values? that people just associate with being Christian. Well, come on, Michael Landon was in it, so come on. It must have had Christian values. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm standing by my, my question. Yeah, guy? Yeah. He's a highway to heaven guy. Oh, and, and that was over the top, Christian, that one. <laughs> well, I had, was forced, and I, and I say, hope my dad is not, not going to ever listen to this episode. Right. But I went out and visited. Um, he lives, actually, out at the cabin where he winterized it. Uh, and he lives and he lives out there and uh, last time I went he had Highway to Heaven on from like what 1976 or something oh, man. 1876 Eight, mm, <laughs> it was no no it was filmed in 1976 <laughs> yeah I'm kidding but um, but y- y- wow yeah it, it didn't it come off old. as being too Christian mm. let's, let's just really? say yeah are you I, I've never seen it so I don't know oh yeah no? Yeah. no it's not ah okay no. Just well, because it has heaven in the title doesn't, um, no. Mm, okay, so. 7-Eleven says, oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven, and they're did not they Christian say that? either. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Where I have never, you been? I never did thank heaven really for Look above the door next time we go in. <laughs> does it say that? <laughs> well, it used to. Oh. That was the, that was the jingle they even had on the commercials and things. Oh, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was the editor at uh, CWO Magazine, I got a movie sent to me. And she was like, would you like to remove, review my our movie? It was called something like Almost an Angel or, or something with angel in the title. And I was like, yeah. Almost an Angel sounds problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds really good. I don't, I don't remember what it was called. But I do remember it had a Holly Hunter in it. And so I was like, okay. I'm Holly gonna... Hunter from, no, forget that. Holly Hunter. Okay, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I was like, wow, a Christian movie with Holly Hunter? And that's going to be good. So, <laughs> this was before Netflix, too. So, to be sent a movie, like, to preview on your computer was Ooh. pretty awesome. So, I start to review this it's, movie, and I'm like... It's like Blockbuster like, delivering to your door. Right, yeah. Is. I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. It was so racy. It was so bad. Okay. Mm. And then, a few weeks later, they said to me, Oh, Darlene, you haven't... Uh, you haven't reviewed our movie In, that we reviewed sent and you endorsed yet. Our, our movie. I said to them, I have to be honest with you. If I review that, you know, I'm going to have to tell people like run from that movie. Just stay away. That was really offensive. And I was like, wow. why would they send that to me? I don't know. I guess they, I guess some people think that, you know, if you have Christian in your name, like Christian women online, that you're going to want to watch anything that's sort of like faith-related. But a lot of things are really loosely faith-related, I would say. Yeah, I think, I think there's, a, there's a very big window, I think, that people think of as, as Christianity. You know, what is real faith, um, you know, against what is true faith. And, you know, so, that, that, yeah, that definitely can come into play for sure. I remember I heard a speaker at our church one time talking about 
how people from other countries come to Canada or to the United States or they just see it on TV and they think of us as you know Christian countries and then they see people like Madonna dancing in a video wearing a cross and that to them is this is what is reflecting their idea of Christianity and so I think it it can be a really dangerous thing to just sort of like be under that umbrella of Christianity you need there's a difference between being under an umbrella of Christianity or actually following Christ which I think is a is a, a, it's a, a narrow it's a road thing. yeah mm, it's right. a totally different thing yeah. and a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm that's right. Well, the Bible, I mean, goes at great lengths to say it's by faith through Christ. And, you know, and but a lot of people have different ideas. And, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of that out there. I think more and more all the time where people are sort of, you know, taking a message and, and sort of veering it away from that. Um, and you get pretty, pretty far out there if you continue doing that. So I've I've heard things that I just don't understand where they would where they would pull that from, where they would get, you know, that, that kind of an opinion or why would they do these things, you know. There are some things that are very baffling that happen, you know. And, and the thing to me, and, and I think the thing to remember is we, we need to stick to Scripture. If, if we're going to stay grounded, we have to stay grounded in the Word, no question. And, um, and if, it's, if it's not something that's grounded in the Word, you know, we should, uh, we should be wary. We should be wary of it. Yeah, that's true. Um and so it's important that we're reading our Bibles and opening them up, but not just Absolutely. opening our Bibles and reading them, but not walking but away, it. not living walking it. away unchanged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something we can do. Do you guys want another reader? I mean, another comment? Did, did we Question? answer that? Uh, yeah, I thought yeah, he had we, a fantastic answer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you, you did it. All right. Yeah. So let's look at the other question we have. While I'm looking this up, I just want to let you all know that if you go to my website at timewarpwife.com, you can find Bible studies and you can find daily devotionals called Scattered Seeds. So go check that out, but don't check it out right now. Wait until you're finished listening to our podcast. And there's a couple of things that we're going to ask you to do too. We're going to ask you to what? Uh, Submit questions. Submit questions yeah, to Darlene yeah. at DarleneShack.net. We're going to ask you to um, subscribe. So if you're on any of the podcast apps, just hit that subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. And, oops, I hit my mic, sorry. You hit your mic again. Um, <laughs> prayer requests. So we want to make sure that um, if there are prayer requests, we would be more than happy and honored to, uh, to pray for you. Yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be praying for you here together as a family. All right, let's get to our question. I'm a stay-at-home mom with two kids. Life is busy just taking care of them, and some days, like park or shopping days, I get little else done. My husband always says, what did you do today? Every time he, I put my own emphasis in that, I'm going to say it again. Oh, what did you do today? Every time he walks in the door. <laughs> that was much better. <laughs> yeah. It's like a constant reminder that now. the house <laughs> yeah. It's a constant reminder that the house isn't up to his standard. It makes me feel bad like I don't do anything. Can you give us advice? Melissa R. What did you do today? Okay, now all right. So how did he really say it? Did he say, What did you do today? Or did he say, What did you do today? 
Yeah, I think the inflection. Well, yeah. I mean, that changes everything. That changes everything. Right. The inflection changes everything. Totally on his side if he said, so, what did you do today? Right. It's either a conversation starter or an insult. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but even if someone does say, what did you do today? Sometimes if we're stressed out, and I'm going to assume that she is, what is her name again? Let's see. Melissa R. Melissa. Melissa, I'm going to assume that with two kids, you're getting a little stressed out maybe some days, on shopping days especially, or um, on park days. It's a lot of work to raise two kids. And so sometimes the things that people say to us can be taken in a different way. We can The way that it falls on our ears is different than what comes out of their heart. And so I think that we need to always keep those lines of communication open hmm. so that we know what they're saying, we know what their intentions are, and um, and we're speaking love to each other. I agree. I think that we have to look at ourselves a lot and say, um, you know, what's happened to me today? You know, uh, like, what have I been through? And especially in this time with, we don't want to keep bringing up the whole COVID crisis, but people are more stressed out now than ever before. And so, you know, so that could be, that could be part of it as well, is that, um, you know, he could be well-meaning and she's interpreting it differently. But again, too, maybe he's going through a lot of pressure, and so I think we just there can need be pressure on both sides, on both yeah, sides, for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we just we just need to make sure that we we maintain a level of respect um, towards each other, and uh, and just understand that uh, you know, um, yeah, you can work through it. It's it's not going to be this a, couple that I I knew years ago. They used to do one thing every night after the kids went to bed. They scheduled every single night to have a half an hour of just talking together without TV, without kids, without anything around, just talking. And I know that even with the podcast sometimes, we get to talking and we don't really get all that much discussed until we get kind of, you know, we get into it. So you you give yourself at least a half an hour for the first 15 minutes. You might be talking about really boring stuff that just happened in your day. But there might be that one defining moment where you guys actually connect mm-hmm. and are able to resolve some problems. And that might be 20 minutes into the conversation. You might just sit there looking at each other for the first 15, 20 minutes saying, well, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Yeah. I really didn't do much today. That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. So I think give yourself that time and um, you know, pour yourself each a nice glass of Coke or something. Sit there and make it a little special moment. Or you making me crazy coffee. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be better. Pour yourself a nice warm cup of coffee and just sit there and make it a special moment where you're both sharing together every day. And uh, I think I like that. I love when you and I have our conversations and we can't really do that with the news on and stuff like that or with interruptions. So mm-hmm. it's good when we actually... One thing that Michael does is like, if I'm upset, I oh. go up and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and what you do, I mean... I pull the blankets up and I'm just, it's kind of like my pouting space where I'm upset about something and I'll, I'll go lie in bed and I'll pull the blankets up. And then he always, I hear his footsteps coming up the stairs and he'll sit on the edge of the bed and he says, okay, let's talk. And he doesn't let me go until we finish talking. You know, I'll say, oh, I don't want to talk. I'm really tired. And he says, come on, let's talk. And he'll keep pressing me a little bit, you know, just to, to talk. And for me, that works. I mean, you might be someone who's really annoyed if someone's like saying, come on, let's talk, let's talk. But for me, that works. And I think any lines of communication are good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So just keep those lines of communication open. 
And mm-hmm. uh, did you have any ad- other advice for her? No, I, you pretty much summed it up, but I was going to think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, make sure that you're doing your part, Michelle. I think that, you know. Wait, who's Michelle? Wasn't that her name? Melissa. 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 Sorry. Melissa. I think that even being a stay-at-home mom, sometimes, you know, it can be tempting to use it as an excuse. And I'm 100% for sure not saying that you are. I know that life is busy and I, I've been there too, but we also have to be careful that we don't slide into that habit of saying, you know, I have kids, therefore I don't have time for anything else because there's some people that work full-time jobs outside the home. They come, they're single moms, they come home, they raise their kids. They are able to keep their house clean, but every situation is different. And so we have to also know that your situation might be more challenging than someone else's, it might be less challenging. And so all you can do is your best. Yeah. But all in all, it, it, it's got to be hard raising kids. So I don't think you should be thinking about it as yeah. I didn't get enough done today because that's in itself is a lot of work just raising kids. Yeah. And so. You're going to make a good husband. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just keep remembering that. Yeah. <laughs> I know like um, our daughter, she just had a, a kid this year and just even to go for a shower is a lot of work for her she's she's got a seven month old baby now and if she tries to go for a shower the baby's gonna cry she doesn't want her to go so she can put her in her crib and head off for a shower but even little things like that are a lot harder to do when you have another person that you're taking care of yeah it's, for sure it's definitely yeah. making your life twice as difficult as it was before but also twice as blessed or five times as blessed right it's so incredibly wonderful to have that responsibility so um there was something i wrote about this week it was the saying this too shall pass and i learned two things from that saying and one was that it's not in the bible one it's not in the bible thank you we talked about that last time thank you abraham lincoln (laughs) (laughs) we looked into that a little bit further yeah it was from Abraham Lincoln's speech at the... 1859 speech. It is, yep. at the Wisconsin Fair. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that, uh, he quoted that, that uh, line, this too shall pass away. And what he was, the base, basically what he was saying is that the, the bad things, they are going to pass away. Don't worry, there's going to be better days ahead. There's going to be easier days ahead for you. But also remember that these times when your children are small and things are difficult but you're spending time together with those kids that's going to pass away too so while we cherish those moments we also want to remember that the difficult moments will be passing and quite often as when we get older and the and the kids grow up you know to to be older we find ourselves looking back and saying oh i I wish i was back there you know Mm -hmm. so you forget all of these things and and we often will say i mean we see videos that that we did of the kids and and I really miss that, you know, that stage in their lives, you know, that just goofy, mm-hmm. you know, face in the camera kind of stuff. Right. And yeah. 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 So you you will miss it once when it's gone for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think with that quote with, uh, you know, this too shall pass. I think it's good to remember that where it says this too shall pass means that you've experienced many hardships in your life and you've gone through all of them. So yeah. me personally, you mean? Just to anybody. Well, the word oh, two okay. in there, meaning right. it's, it's just like more than one thing. You've ah. been through a lot. Right. This too yeah. shall pass. This so too yeah. where you are now, you'll, you'll get through it as hard as it is. 
it's going to pass by. Yeah. And uh, there's a Bible verse that talks about how everything um, in heaven reflects what's on earth. Do you remember that verse, Michael? Mm-hmm. What is that? It says that um, even the Godhead or, or something that. Time to type. and. I, I was going to look it up, but I can't find it now. So I lost my train of thought. But but okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change that train of thought because I don't remember what I was gonna say. But I'm just saying that God gives us things that are a reminder of the. He gives us physical things that are, I think, a reminder of the spiritual things. And one of them is the sun setting every day and rising every morning, and that's a physical thing that we see. But it's also a reminder of the spiritual that even though the sun goes down every night, it will always rise again in the morning. And so, like Nathaniel said, um, this too shall pass. If you've been through difficult times, just remember that the same faithful God that brought you through those things in the past, he'll bring you through them yet again. And so we, some of us have insurmountable hurdles, it seems, that we need to, to get over. And he'll give you the strength to do it, I think, is, is the other side of that too, which I think is really comforting for people. It's not that you are going it alone. Um, you know, you you are with God. He is watching you. He is, um, you know, watching over you. And he is sovereign. And I think that gives people um, a lot of comfort. Mm-hmm. I love that. He's sovereign and his wisdom, it excels ours. And so sometime, even we when we don't understand exactly why something is happening or why it is, we have to really learn. I think it's a lifelong learning process of leaning on the wisdom of God and trusting in his timing and um, believing that that he's working behind the scenes. Well, quite often when things look uh, look hopeless, even if they look hopeless, um, quite often um, I'll, I'll look back and I always will find if it weren't for the things that we went through that sometimes were terrible, terrible, you know, just the heart-wrenching things, um, we look back at it and we would say, well, if, if that wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't, you know, we would have missed this blessing, which was so much better, um, you know, than the trials that we were going through. And that is one thing that has always been a constant for me with God is that anything that happens, um, you know, uh, I might, you know, I might think this is terrible, but then I correct myself right away and say, no, God is sovereign. He is holy. He is in control and um, and we'll just we'll get through this and I can't wait to see what's going to happen on the other side of this and it's always always worked always come to pass yeah it's been awesome my favorite verse in the Bible is Ephesians 3 verses 20 to 21 it says now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever amen so I think we have to remember that he's able to do exceedingly more than we ask or think sometimes we limit God by our circumstances like uh, last year we had um, some financial struggles and there seemed like there was no possible way that we could um, solve our problem do you remember that? It was about a year ago, right, Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Michael called me and he said, what if I told you that I could not only, um, we could not only pay for this, but we would also pay off both of our cars and have like 10,000 in the bank or something like that. It was crazy. I started to cry because I realized that 
God is, um, God's able to do more than I could ever imagine for myself. And uh, there was, there was, um, what was that? You had invested money many years ago and had totally forgot you had that investment. Well, it was, it was something that I did with, um, with my son who was getting, getting involved in investments. And so um, I don't know if I was really all that interested in it, to be honest, but I, uh, I ended up dumping some money into it, just, just putting some in there and just basically forgetting about it. Didn't touch it, didn't look at it. Um, you know, and uh, when we went back to go see what it was, it was actually enough to uh, it was enough to cover to our cover bills, everything that we cover... needed to do. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, yeah, real blessing. And I just felt like God is saying, you know, stand back and watch my salvation and watch what I can do. And sometimes we don't realize that He is the same God who parted the Red Sea. He's the same God that said, Lazarus, come out of the tomb. We serve a God that's doing things that are beyond our comprehension. But in this case, it, it you know it, it involved um, you know it involved money, but a lot of times it does not. And and so well, I'm God, glad you said that exactly. Yeah, yeah. I want to mm-hmm. be careful on that because that that is something that people can misconstrue. If um, you know, we're not saying it's always about money. It's usually just not about money. Um, you know, and um, you know, like I say in this case, but. The other thing too, and I, I should jump into in that verse that you had read. The other thing that we have to we have to make sure that um, you know we are um, we're in the Word, we are growing in the Word, um, because the power that is talked about in that verse um, that is actually love, um, and so what that means is we need to be walking in love. God pours His love out into our hearts. And we are to apply that love to our lives. And that is, that's that power that really transforms everything, um, you know, in our lives. So if you go to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, Paul says, um, he lists all of the spiritual gifts, which I think this this is really so cool. So he gives um, all the spiritual gifts. He's talking about tongues and prophecy and, and all of these things. But then the next ver- or the next chapter, it starts, well, I show you a better way. And then he says, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am, I'm just a clanging symbol. I'm, I'm an annoyance. I'm a hindrance to people. And that's a reminder of it. If we don't apply that love to our lives, um, you know, and put ourselves last, put everyone else first and walk in love, then that is that that power that the that scripture talks about an awful lot, and that is the power to to change everything, um, you know. So I think that's important to mention that as well. Mm-hmm. I love that. So he's telling us to walk in love, not necessarily walk into the jungle and uh, go put yourself in danger. Um, <laughs> we're back back to Jamaica. Yeah. Are we? All right. Well, yeah. see now the thing I thought the coolest thing about Jamaica. Well, there's two. Um, one of the things I thought that just struck me as so odd is when, um, I don't know, do we want to go back to We to can Jamaica? go back to Jamaica. Right. I yeah. want to go yeah. back. Right. Is that right. an invitation? You're taking uh, me back to Jamaica? No. <laughs> no. But one thing I thought was so so strange to me was the busiest, the busiest place in Jamaica, the most happening place in Jamaica, um, was the KFC. And I thought, that is so strange. There was a lineup down the street 
to get into the KFC. And it was almost KFC like... KFC was everywhere. It was like a nightclub. This thing was... <laughs> it was insane. And, and I couldn't figure it out. And, and then I noticed that all of the street signs had a KFC bucket on top of the street sign. So on the mm-hmm. on top of the post there was a KFC bucket yeah. and then it had the street, you know, the, the street signs and I thought that is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? And I know. and it was just it was every it was about the only restaurant that I could remember wow. um, anywhere in Montego Bay. Yeah. And um, you know, and so like I say, I mean yeah, that was that was so something Do you think they me. love their KFC like we love our Tim Hortons maybe? We don't have Tim Hortons on the top of the signposts. Yeah. Not yet. Not ever. <laughs> no. Well, they don't. They don't give you buckets of donuts. I noticed that when I went to Seattle. Coffee. Bucket of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> bucket of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in Seattle, it was Starbucks everywhere. Like Starbucks, mm. yeah. every couple blocks there was another Starbucks, okay. and we have it, but not as many. Like, you know, we have like maybe two in one area of the city. Like Saint Patel, I can. Starbucks too. is not. I have a Starbucks <laughs> mug sitting in front of me here, but um, Starbucks is not not that big where we are here. It's uh, it's absolutely dwarfed. And here we go again. This is podcast number two. We love episode Tim two Hortons. about Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah. It's always fresh. No, I think the jingle always is always Hortons. always have time for Tim Hortons. I think is how that goes. Always have time. And Tim Horton was Didn't a hockey. Did they change it? No. Always fresh, always Tim No, they've, they've stayed oh, the same. don't sing the jingle. <laughs> but and we always have time for Tim Hortons. I think t- they changed it. Well, see, Tim Horton was a, uh, a hockey player yeah. in the NHL for the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, I, I don't even remember. Let's I'm, just say I'm it not because gonna nobody's going to check on us. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. And yeah. so... Um, yeah, but he was uh, he went on to uh, to start Tim Hortons Coffee, and so you combine coffee and donuts and hockey, hockey. that's an unbeatable combination. So right. there you go. Yeah, in the U.S., it's our football. For us, it's our hockey. And Tim Hortons is still really playing into the hockey. Too. Oh, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's I, a, that's I can a big see that. That makes brand. sense for them. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Nathaniel and I went for a game last year. Did you have a good time? Uh, the Jets game? Yeah. I really like those games, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, I, I am glad I don't go to them often, though, or else it would just With become me kind or of just boring. Just, just in, in general. Okay, in general. now, just a second, though, because people in New York are going to be looking at, you know, the New York Jets, oh, which, we're is, the Winnipeg. Oh, which is right. football. Yeah. Right, NFL. But this is Winnipeg Jets. Hockey, Winnipeg Jets. NHL. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah that, and how was your experience fun. going with your mom? It was good. You were into it. I was into yeah. it. Yeah. That I means was screaming. Trouble. Right, yeah. Was, that, that's straight up embarrassment. It was getting there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, going with you, it's just, you know, You're watching a game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Yeah, we'll get a signature from one of, the, one of the players. Or... Every day, yeah, whenever I went with you, I got, like, a puck and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I remember when I was a teenager that me and my girlfriends, we went to the youth group boys were playing, like, basketball at a... At that school, you know, it's really interesting how when she starts talking like this, her face just changes. (laughs) Yeah, it's totally different because it's embarrassing. Oh, embarrassing! It's an embarrassing story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we go, we go to the gym where like they're playing basketball. We have a crush on a couple of the boys. This is like we're like sixteen, right? What language is that? (laughs) (laughs) Boys. So (laughs) 
my friends and I are screaming. We're cheering and we're screaming and whistling every time our guys score. We're like the loudest cheerleaders you can imagine. All of a sudden during the middle of the game, the ref just turns to us and he screams, shut up. <laughs> that was really embarrassing. Not the most unbelievable story I've ever right. heard. Yeah, I yeah that, that was kind of like my version of flirting when I was 16, just screaming my head off. <laughs> Didn't wow. go over too well. Didn't go over well at all. Yeah, no, that wouldn't go well. <laughs> no, I've never been one to them. yell or scream or even cheer at a game. That's really? just never been my thing. No, you don't. Uh, I mean, like, I'll get up and clap, I guess. But Oh, I yell. You yell? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah. I, I can't speak by the time I, I usually leave. Really? Yeah, my voice is toast. Wow. Even I the yell next at morning. Home too. I'm yelling like not I'm yelling at the good things. No, you're yelling at us. Yeah. No, but when they score I, I love to yell. Oh. Yeah. Oh for the hockey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, true. yeah that's true. <laughs> Get those dishes done. <laughs> Get the dogs outside. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing all day? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's weird. I've never liked cheering. Oh well, I've always I've liked cheering, but I just never do it. Yeah, yeah. Depends how into it. I guess that's you true. Are. It's yeah. really weird how different the three of us are. I mean, I'm a bit more loud. Two of these things are not like the other, and I think that's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, not like me you and two. Nathaniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with that said, I think uh, we'll probably end our podcast here. And thank you so much for joining us again today. I hope that you will subscribe. And go to my website at timewarpwife.com where you'll find some biblical encouragement. We really enjoy inviting you into our home and can't wait to talk to you again. Have a great week. You're loved by an almighty God. Bye-bye. Bye for now.